Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bayo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a pillow, a chair. <laughs> Shit, sit right here on the stoop. Get you something to drink, some tea, some water, some juice. <laughs> it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. <laughs> I don't care. Well, it's what? Uh we're well in, almost rocking in on the first week. Tomorrow will be a week into the new year, 2023. Well, it started different. I will say that. You know, um, we always have that saying, you know, I'm not going to do the same thing I did last year. New me, new year. Uh, people don't know. You know, the things I'm getting ready to do and uh, life won't be the same. I mean, all that. And I'm great. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm happy to see that from everybody. But we all start. That race, shit. High hopes and everything. And then around February and March, we start failing. Shit, some people, 24 hours. 
You know? <laughs> I saw one person say on the 30th, start this new year. I'm not complaining. I'm not doing none of that. I'm going to make my year positive. And January 1st, I can't believe this is going on. Oh my God. I was like, damn. So, stop putting that pressure on you. Side note, stop putting that pressure on you. Each day, just be grateful. Let's change that. Let's change and start small. Every morning, just find something to be grateful for. Shit, I woke up. I said a prayer today. Shit. I was on time. Thank you, Jesus. I had $5 when I went to sleep in the bank, and somebody sent me something. So now I'm at 35 Thank you. Find something to be grateful for. Let's just start that. Slowly changing the narrative. Instead of, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do. And you wind up doing it. So stop. Stop. Just every morning. Shit. I woke up on time. Shit. I didn't, uh, I didn't answer the phone. or I didn't grab my phone as the first thing. I didn't jump on Facebook. I said a prayer. Listen. Just be grateful for the little things. Let's start that off, okay? And then, after 21 days, if you're consistent, then jump up and down and celebrate you. Shit, for 21 days, I was consistent. Because longevity, consistency is what really matters. When you show up, people show up and show out and give you thanks. It's the part where, you know, when when you start something, or you're building a brand. Or say you want to change the world. You start on a good foot. People show up. So everybody's there waiting for you to give this speech or to support, you know, sell them something. Your ass don't show up. So what happens? People get discouraged. Then they ain't coming. So now you're back to square one. But then instead of... Holding yourself accountable, we rather blame everybody else. We don't want to blame myself. No, fuck you. I know you lying. I ain't blaming myself. No. <laughs> so we'll blame everything else. Oh, people don't support me. People don't love me. People don't. No, we were showing up. We was there. You weren't there. How the fuck you want me to go harder for something that you created? How the hell you want me to be here when you're not even here? Come on, people. Make it make sense. Make the math add up. At least like let let at least add up. But that's not the topic that I want to discuss. I was watching the show and I said, damn, that's somewhat like the old do and the matrix and things that's great to happen for this year. That's the energy. That's the vibe. Right? That a lot of us we all gonna get affected by the energy of 2023. Seven is the number of manifestation, but it's also the number of emotions. People gonna get in their bag, really, over shit that you could, you you might say to yourself, damn, I've been saying this for about seven years. Why they mad now? It's not you. It's not you. So don't take it personal. Anything that happens around you, don't. if it's not happening to you, like affecting you at that moment, and it's not happening to you where you're not being hit, abused, hurt, you know, it's not happening to you. Don't don't take it personal. Side note, uh, I remember when 
my Jabona one time was, she was just venting, just venting, like, just talking. And one of my friends was like, well, you know, if you feel that way, how do you feel about me? I just put my head down, like, why? Why would you even say that? Like, why? 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 She's just written. She ain't, she ain't say no names. She ain't say, yo, this is how all of y'all are making me feel. Or, you know, when people vent, I don't take that shit personal. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, you just written. Okay, I'm... I, I respect the fact that you trusted me enough to just be raw and say what's on your heart and mind. You're just venting. So I'm going to be respectful to listen. Not complain, not talk, not answer. You're just venting. So you need a sounding board. You respect me enough to say, yo, these are my personal feelings and I'm venting to you. Okay. Listen, it ain't going no further. So, you know, just get it off of you. And normally, nine times out of ten, when people vent to me, I go and clean myself up. Because I know that you projected all your emotions, all your feelings, the shit you're going through. And I'm standing here. I, I am. I'm the sounding boy. Okay. But I'm not keeping that energy. So I'm cleaning myself up. Candy, bread. You can clean yourself up with anything. Throw that shit over the shoulder. And keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not geared toward me. It's not me. You just have some shit to get over your chest. And I'm the ears that you trust to listen. Real talk. You ain't got to worry about it being on social media. You ain't got to worry about you talking to a friend years later. And they go, oh, yeah, she told me. Nah, boo. No. Because I respect you enough because you respected me to, to open yourself up. And be naked and raw and just, you know, trust me that much. So I got to return that. But the sad part is this year, it's not going to be returned. People are going to get in their bag. People are going to get emotional. People are going to get, you know, revenge is running rapid in this world now. Right? So anyway, back to the subject. I was watching this show called The Game, right? They have a new... um updated now version of it. And Tasha Mack and Malik and all of them, right? They have all gotten older. Now they're trying to own the football. And they're in Vegas now. And Brick Brat, which is Jason Pitt and them daughters, all grown and stuff. And they... <sighs> it's a lot to unpack when you're watching the show. One of the things were was and is... That when people that's not used to wealth, right, or money, they ball out till they fall out. So his daughter, she was, even though Jason Pitts was fugal, right, he didn't want to spend necessary money. But his mom, her mom wanted to spend on everything. And when she got from under her husband and they divorced, but later on they got remarried. But when they divorced, she, um... She went all out, like buying because she was, she wasn't, she was competing with everyone that was around her, right? And Jason had the mind frame of, we were once broke. We don't need to go back to that. And we need, this football shit ain't going to last forever. So we need to invest and we need to 
Be mindful of what we're spending. You don't need, which is so funny to me, you don't need 90 million cars. For what? Are you holding them so they can increase in value and later on we sell them? Okay, then that's an investment. But if you're not and you're riding them and you're wearing and tan and you're not keeping the upkeep, then what are we doing? Like sneakers. You know, I know sneakerheads that it's... They got them in cases. They buy them. They got them in cases. They're beautiful. They're in mint condition. So when they resell them, they resell them quadruple the value. I understand that. But if you're buying all these sneakers and you're wearing them, you're dogging them out, you're playing basketball in them, you're fucking them up, then what's Steven said? Right? So most people, they compete. And they're competing with scammers and all of that. So anyway, she grew up with more of the influence of her mom. So she's forging a pop's name. She's doing like all kinds of underhanded shit, you know, privilege. Then you have Tasha Matt, Malik's mom. She bust her ass to get her company, right? Bust her ass. Rick Fox gave her the company. She tripled it, did a great job. Where it left him to go and enjoy his life. She brought jets. She brought private airplanes. She brought all of this. So, one day, her daughter, yeah, you know, Tasha Mack had a daughter, right? By her homeboy, Pookie. So, she, um, she, her daughter was playing tennis, right? She had her going to the best schools and everything. So, she did her daughter's hair the night before, and put it in beads, right? And it's crazy how art imitates life. So, in these now tournaments, when Venus and Serena first started, they had the beads. They It wasn't a rule or anything. You dress the way you want. You know, the beads weren't a, a distraction or anything. Now, it's a distraction. Real talk. It's a distraction, right? And because we don't have no upcoming young black girl with all the beads in it, because they were the only ones, we don't know that rule. We didn't know that they put a rule in there. While we're busy looking to the sidelines, people be changing shit. So you got to stay aware. You got to use that peripheral vision to see everything around you. So anyway, Tasha Mack was in a meeting. Her daughter tried to call her because they told her she couldn't play tennis if she has these beads on. Like, there's a new law. So, the teacher tried to call her. Everybody tried to call her. She ain't answer, right? She was hitting ignore. She ain't answer for whatever reason. So, the teacher looked at the daughter and was like, do you really want to play? The little girl said, yeah. So, she cut the beads out. White teacher, black little girl. Tasha Mack went crazy, spazzing. She said, you know what? I'm going to get her fired, and I'm going to take this school. Well, we know when parents get emotional, they go over and beyond. Okay. So she went to everyone. She was like, yo, help me buy this school. So her financial advisor, her homegirl, the person that you trust with your money, told her, look, that's a bad move. Do what you got to do to, you know, get this get this woman in trouble. Let her get chastised so she won't do it again. 
But, you know, don't don't invest in that school. You got other businesses you need to attend to. You got other things. But all Tasha Mack saw was revenge. That's all she saw. So the principal, the assistant principal, said, hey, you know, I can kind of help kind of ease this. So she took her daughter to the beauty salon, all black. They did her hair. She was like, mommy, I don't feel pretty. So everybody around her was trying to, you know, encourage her and tell her, you know, the lady made a mistake. She didn't do anything wrong, you know. But Tasha Mack still, still. But everyone she went to said, hey, leave that shit alone. But revenge, revenge is something. So her homegirl, which was the one that was in charge of the money, said, look, first of all, you can't afford to buy that school. So know your place. Secondly, you got other things in the works. Worry about that. No, 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 no. I'm going to buy this school. I don't give a fuck. Can't nobody tell me no. Arrogance. All right. So she winds up borrowing the money from a few primary sources. But the main source was from this guy. Even though after he told her no, everybody she spoke to said no. Now. That part, let's slowly unpack that. If you know you've been fighting all your life and you finally got up there and stuff like that, and you're not healed from the trauma and the learning how to survive instead of live, you will risk it all and lose everything. Why? Because arrogance and everything else plays a part. Like, you can't say no to me. Fuck that. I came from the trenches. Yeah, you did, but you made it. Look how many people that have made it, right? And when I say made it, they're they're well off. And they still think that they can go back to their hood and hang out. And then when they get robbed and shot and killed, okay, you're not in that financial lane no more. You fought to get out. Now, you may not be comfortable in the new world that you put yourself in, but listen... If you survive to get out of the hood, you can survive and learn how to live and appreciate where you are now, the status. But we we want to run back to what's familiar because we get so scared of what's new, what's out in the horizon. And we wind up risking and losing it all. So we have to also heal. Heal. Success, you still need to go to therapy because this is a world you're not used to. The same way when everyone that's going to get BBLs, that's going, especially if they're going through a doctor, everyone that's going to do the weight loss surgery and all that, you have to go and get therapy. Why? Because now you're in a new space. You're in a new world. You're not, if you were so used to being big, now you're skinny. It's a whole new way. You got to act, be, train, exercise, eat, like think, all of that. Because your mind is still in the process of we're fat. So you're going to still eat unhealthy. That's why you go to a nutritionist. You got to go through so much. You got to go through therapy. When you skip those steps, you get back big again. Because you're not mentally there. I know. I speak from experience. I know. So, the same way. When you are going up the financial ladder, you're going to need a licensed therapist to talk with. Because, one, your environment changed. Two, your old environment is going to treat you fucking different. 
family, loved ones, even your partner. Everybody is going to see you different. Some people are going to see you as a cash register. Some people are going to see you see you as, oh, why you can't help me? Some people are going to use you. Some people will set your ass up and get you robbed. It's a new world and you have to learn how to live in it. Now, back to it. So after everyone told her, don't do it, she still did it because of her revenge and her wanting to be right. Behind her, there was companies that weren't getting the intention because she's too busy focused on getting at this lady. Now it's a power, it's a, it's a, a battle of power. Right? Because the lady's like, yo, you can't get me fired and all of this. And she's sitting there like, you cut my daughter here and you need to go because you're white. That's racist. It's everything. The person she trusted, the chick that was in charge of the money, flipped on her and had her lose everything. When I tell you everything, everything. She was once, it felt like a Kanye West this episode. Here it is on Thursday. You are in the Billionaire's Boys Club. And on Friday morning, you going to apply for EBT. I tell you. I tell you. And I said, wow, right? And there's the reason why I'm telling you this story and what happened. And I said, wow. Revenge is a motherfucker. Anger. Trauma, triggering, all of that will have you lose everything. You worrying about getting back at a person. You worrying about what a motherfucker said about you. You worrying about how people view you. You worrying about what ex-lover cheated on you and all this and who betrayed you and who did that. And now you're ready to go after them. And when you do that, you start... Everything that you built doesn't get the attention. You start lacking. And then when you lose it, now that anger is even more fueled. And guess what? Instead of taking and holding yourself accountable, you are now at more fuel on it. Oh, because of you, I lost everything. No. Hold that mirror up because of you and your bad decisions. You wanting revenge. I told a good girlfriend of mine, I said, you know, I said, I don't know if you ever watched the X-Men. I said, Magneto is the perfect example of what revenge is, right? And Professor X is the perfect example of pacifying <laughs> and, and being loyal to a fault. So in one of the comic series, Magneto's daughter got killed. Now, he unalive, right? And he got revenge on the person that did it. But that wasn't enough for him. He wanted to destroy all mankind. Like, fuck the humans. I Make this a world of nothing but, um, <laughs> you know, mutants. Xavier loved the humans. He's like, no, you know, we they're amazing. They are beautiful. You know, we some of us was once was. We just got maybe bitten or hurt or, you know, blood. And, you know, we can't. They, they're beautiful. We got to love them like they love us. Magneto sit there and be like, nope, 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 Xavier, let's kill them all, right? And he would, every chance he got, kill him. He don't care. 
So when Professor X got shot by a human and became to spend the rest of his life in a wheelchair, <laughs> Magneto added that fuel. Look, look what they've done to you. You have been hurt and maimed because of these, these animals, these beasts. Kill them. And Professor X is like, no, no, we still got to love him. It's okay. It's all right. Now, if he would have been more conscious, like, there are good and bad people in the world. Listen, it is what it is. Right? Everybody can't be nice. Everybody, we have to have a balance. Yin and yang is there for a reason. The good, the bad. Right? We just added the indifferent because we try to pacify those that's not bad, those that's not good. So, you in the middle. Knock them motherfuckers off the gate. You either good or bad. That's it. Stop with the pacifying of, well, they're not totally good and they're not totally bad. Listen, the only thing between them and the good and the bad is some of they shit they kept in the dark and they didn't get caught. Real talk. So, anyway, that's just my opinion. Work with it with what you want. But anyway, if he would have been aware and more conscious, he wouldn't have been that. But he still is loyal to humans. Neither one of them are wrong. But they both lacking something. Because Xavier loves humans so much, his mutants and his students get jealous because they want that same love. You know, something like the angels and God, as they say, the stories that have been passed down. But then also, look at Magneto. He hates the fucking humans so bad and for his mutants they're like damn nigga like okay but what if we don't want to hate them what if we don't want to destroy them he'll turn on them and kill their asses so it, it is it's you'll lose so much just hating and hatred why why risk it over something that you can say. That's why when they say forgiveness, you're forgiving for yourself so you don't have to hold those chains. Those chains don't have to hold you down and you don't have to be bitter and fucking angry all the time. Man, I know a few people, they just angry, angry. Like, yo, when they come around, it's like the lights go out. Everything is dark. And no matter what you do or say, they just angry. No matter what the fuck, but these are the same people. This is where I say medication should be applied. These are the same people that will come to you crying. Oh, I don't know why nobody don't love me. Because you need to let that weight go. Whoever hurt you or whatever the fuck happened, heal from it. No one's not saying that, yo, they shouldn't have did it or, oh, that's fucked up. No, no one's belittling or minimizing your problem or your issue. But if it happened 30 years ago, why are you still holding that? Because it's always better to play the victim for some people. But some people, yo, they just don't care. Motherfuckers don't care. That's what I'm saying. This year, it's going to be a lot of revenge. It's going to be a lot of emotions. You may post apples and oranges are great. And somebody may come in and go... Well, why you ain't talk about grapes? Why you ain't talk about um, pears? 
Well, all I posted was apples and oranges were great. Well, I can't eat apples. My doctor say, like, wait, hold on. Why am I arguing with you? This my post. Now they want to report you. Now they want to dog you out. Now they want to put your picture up and say how, you know, you're, you're being racist and they need to cancel you. And you're like, damn, I'm over here minding my goddamn business. No one is going to be excluded. You know how when they say... <laughs> Who broke the lamp? I don't know. Will everybody get their ass whooped? Well, that's going to be this year. We all getting our ass whooped. And you're like, damn, I ain't even doing nothing. Well, just in case, it might have been something you did down the line, as the old folks say. You're paying for it now. If I was to sum up 2023, it would be karma just came and paid us all back. Along the line in your life, you did something. So, listen, just, just... Buckle up. You know how you'll get your ass whooped? You just buckle up and take that hit and move your ass on out the way. But you can't say, oh, I I'm standing in my lane. I'm doing... Because somebody is going to come and say something. I'm dead serious. Someone is going to come and say something. You're going to be like, damn, I ain't even... Like, yo, I'm over here minding my business. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. I told a good friend of mine yet the other day, I said, yo, I guarantee you the same way we are right now in this January, I am so hyped to see how we going to all look December 31st. For real. Seriously. Because this is going to be a year. It can be a great year. It can be a good year. But we all are going to get hit by something. We all are. We all are. We all are. No one is walking out being unscathed. No, no one is. We all, whether you get tapped with the switch, hit with the belt, criticized, talked about, you, you're going to, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just take your lick and keep going. That's all. That's it. Take your lips, get to the side, all right, you got that. Keep going, keep going. Don't allow those L's to take to become your personal vendetta. Like, I can't believe she talked about me. I'm going to destroy this bitch. Why? For what? For what? Listen, I can't allow people's opinions of me to stop me from what I'm doing. That's your opinion. Opinions like assholes. We all got one. God bless you. However you see me and view me, great. Hold that. You, the part that I don't like is why you telling me. That's your version. That's good. Go with it. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. However you believe I am, that's on you. Oh, she's ghetto. Oh, she a fight. Oh, she's ugly. Oh, she's fat. Oh, she's black. Oh, she's this. Okay. And that's your version. It's not mine. It's not my reality. You know, and also, I also want to know, be mindful of the company you keep. This is why I walk away. Because I've seen it happen so many fucking times. And I tell people, like, yo, the only one that ever did this with me was my sister-in-law, Tressie. Real talk. So, you know how people be gossiping, they be talking and stuff, right? And somebody always carried the news back about the person they was talking about. It's always somebody. And the first thing people say is, who was all there? Now, you could be standing there. You could be walking up saying, hey, you got my bottle of water. And they digging in the bag, getting the water. And you walking away, 
right? But you standing there for that moment. Oh, Ephi Bayo was there. Kim was there. Sally was there. Margaret was there. Oh, fuck all those bitches. And they ready to go in. Now, mind you, you, you may not even been conscious of the conversation. That's why when people start talking about people, I beeline and keep going. When they go, oh, why are you leaving? The fuck? I, I don't have nothing to do with this. And I'm out. So when they say, oh, who was all there? If I, but wait, because she did say she ain't got shit to do with that. She walked off. So she ain't, she ain't hear what was said. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. For real. I remember I was at my friend Teresa house and they was doing something so fucking stupid and immature. I walked off. So when they went to my mom and they was, she was like, who all was there? And it was like, not Donna. And Tressie followed Donna. She said, good. Cause nah, no, I learned that being young. So I, I don't. And when you start talking about people that I love and value and appreciate, the first thing I say is, hold on. I don't fuck from your house or not. You can uninvite me. I will leave. See you later. I, hold on, baby. They not here. Don't do that. But then I say, if people call me, yeah, girl, because you know, hold on, hold on. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, now we're all on the same line. You you tell them, because I, I, ain't, I ain't got time for this. And I'm sending both of y'all a bill. I'm, I, make sure y'all uh, put money in my cash app, because now I'm playing fucking therapist, and I'm getting paid. Shit, medicating them, getting paid, so can I. Fuck that. So, real talk, because... People are going to add you in to their bullshit. So I would really subscribe to saying, hey, when they start talking about people, beeline. Be like, oh, okay, this is my time to exit. I'm out. Because motherfuckers will add your name in the mix. And you will be sitting there saying, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, but you were there. Don't be there. That's it. That's it. And it happens a lot. No, real talk. When I go to certain places and they have like ceremonies, people be outside. Man, they be dogging motherfuckers, dragging them. And I, right when they start, they be like, where you going, girl? I can't be a part of this. Because see, when the news get back, y'all ain't going to say I had something to do with it. I ain't got beef with these people. I don't even know them. So nah, uh-uh. That's why when they start talking Spanish, I walk away. What? Motherfucker, I don't even speak Spanish. I barely speak English. You really want me to be a part of this? Nah, not at all. Let me move. Let me go on. Because people are going to take it to, I can't believe that. I helped her. And they're going to start bringing out all your fucking business. This is why. Mm-mm. 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 My friend Rach taught me, a gift is given, received, and forgotten about. So if you're going to help someone, help them, and don't breathe nothing. Now, if they tell people, that's on them. The only way it becomes believable if you co-sign on it. Other than that, no. If I do something for you, I ain't telling. No. Not at all. That means I did it from the kindness of my heart. I'm not going to make you a plate and then tell the world, oh, I fed you. No, that shit don't make sense. And it's embarrassing. It's degrading. It's, then that's why nobody don't want your help. So, instead, mind your business. When you hear motherfuckers, it could be the juiciest tea, the great gossip. Pew. When people put up, oh my God, I can't believe they said this and all of that. I used to run over and be like, who are they talking about? All right, not no more. Hell no. Hell no. I don't give a fuck. I'm not reading all 170,000 comments. I ain't going back and forth with people. None of that shit. That shit ain't got nothing to do with my pockets, me, or anything to do with my family. Why I'm caring? Why? 
I know you lying. No, no, uh-uh, no. But I know that everyone's going to pay for this year. We all are. No one is getting out alive. Or, in other words, no one's leaving this room without getting some kind of fucking discipline. We're all going to get our ass whooped, ladies and gentlemen. Take the ass whooping and keep going. We got 365 days in a year. If you get your ass whooped early, great. You, hopefully you can skim through the goddamn summer and winter and live, live your life. But we all going to get hit with something. It, it's no avoiding it. It's none. It's none. It's no avoiding it. We're going to take a loss. Some form or another, we're going to take a loss. Death is going to take a lot of people. You know, all you can do is just be grateful every time you wake up. Your number wasn't punched. That's it. That's all at the end of the day. It's not depressing. It's real. And because we have come so, uh, <laughs> this, this, so, oh, you can't say that. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. Well, a lot of people going to really be in their fucking bag. This is going to be the thick skin year. If you don't have it, you're going to grow it. Definitely. For real. Real talk. So, just get out your feelings. If it's something you did, hold that shit. Be accountable for it. Apologize and keep going. That's it. That's all. This whole conversation and pissed somebody off already. Oh, what the fuck she mean? Who told her this? Where she getting this from? That's not what seven mean. Uh, that's okay. I don't give a fuck. Unfollow me. Don't listen. I'm good with that. Go have a beautiful fucking year. That's all. That's it. And if none of it happens, great. You can call me a fake, a phony, whatever. But what you cannot call me is a motherfucker that don't know what they talking about. Because, boo, psh, it's already been shown. Already. In the year, we only in the sixth day. It's already been shown. People are already tearing their ass. People are already complaining. People are already going at war with each other. God damn, motherfuckers are already in their feelings. And it's only the sixth day. So I already know how the rest of this year is going to go. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to like me. You don't have to agree with everything I'm saying. And I'm good with that. Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to ring your phone. I'm not going to go to you and be like, oh, my God, why? I give zero fucks. Real talk. Real talk. Listen, I'm not here to risk everything I built because of revenge. I'm not here to sit down and spend every fucking waking day about what you're writing and following your page and all that. And I know we don't rock. I give zero fucks. Because comparison, jealousy, revenge, all of that will fuck with your mind, your mental, even your nerves. And I ain't allowing none of that to get near me. I'm going to live this goddamn life out loud. Yesterday, I took my grandson to go see Avatar, right? Him him, him is five, right? And we went to go see Avatar because he loved fishes and stuff. So it's three hours long. He, I, We weren't even in a third of the movie. He was knocked out. <laughs> but it's okay. I enjoyed the movie. And the cool part about some of it because you know it was not a spoiler alert or anything but children i used to always say you want to learn how to make friends follow a, a five-year-old follow a six-year-old 
I remember my grandson, he went to an event with his mom, my daughter, and them. And these two boys jumped him. He was five. And two other boys jumped him. And he went and got his mother and told his mother, hey, help me fight them. Because <laughs> he was mad at his brother and his two sisters because they didn't help him. So he went to the source. Hey, you the mama. Come, help me fight them. So my daughter's like, what happened? And y'all shouldn't fight and all that. He was mad. He didn't want to hear that. He wanted to hear, you punch one, I punch the other. Right? But at the end, after they all... Calm down. The two little boys, they helped him with the bags and stuff down the stairs. And they invited him to his birthday. Now, my grandson is very special. He goes, I'm coming. But he ain't bringing his mama this time. He bringing his aunt. And he tells his aunt, Didi, when we go, you punch one. I punch the other because I'm getting my lick back. I said, he is revengeful as fuck. <laughs> right? So, hey, I'm giving you, like, his character so you will understand him. So yesterday, we in the car, and my daughter, Dee Dee, his aunt, is talking to him on the phone. She's like, you know, you could have asked me to come. And he's like, no, I'm only hanging out with one person, my gum gum. She said, oh, you knew, knew. He was like, yeah, and gave her the deuces and turned his head like, I'm done talking to you. Like, why are you talking to me? I'm going with the real source, the one that birthed all of y'all. Please don't talk to me because she's going to make sure I'm good. So we went to the movies. We went to go get something to eat. We went to Five and Below. We went to Barnes and Nobles. Like, we was just having a whole day, right? So from 12 until 5. So while we was in the car, he goes, where else are we going? I said, it's 5 o'clock. You going home. He said, what? Like, that was foreign to him. What? I said, we've been together all day. You got to go home now. Your mommy misses you. He said, we can't go to the park. I said, it's dark. He said, we can't go to another store like lady. I said, okay, you're going home. It's time for you to go home, relax. I'm going to relax and you go and chill out. Because he done brought all his stuff and everything. And I said, and your sisters are going to say, you didn't buy them nothing. He said, they don't buy me nothing when they have spa day. So I said, okay, you know. But he's like, so it's no place else we can go. We can't go here. We can't. I mean, he's in the Uber, like, looking at everything. I'm like, no, our destination is home. See what it say? Home, home. <laughs> he said, okay. We get out the car because then he realized we ain't going nowhere but home. He gives me this biggest hug. You are the greatest and the bestest gum gum in the world. I said, yeah, still you're going in the house because <laughs> he's a charmer too. He gets home. He gets his food. So his mother's like, let me try some. He was like, uh, no. I said, no, you have to uh, taste it. He was like, like, lady, I hung with this lady all day. You don't get nothing. But he did. He wound up sharing. But in the movie, you learn that children, it is just certain things that kids can do that you will look and be like, yo, y'all make it seem so simple. Even with him being in trouble, he's still like, okay, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to be persistent. But okay, we going home? Well, fuck it. I still love you. Thank you. Like, they make forgiveness, meeting friends, doing shit, you know, just so simple. And in reality, it is. We as adults put all these fucking labels and stigmas and all this shit, and we make it so complicated. But hanging around my grandkids, I learned, yo, simple shit. How many of us just put on our clothes and just walk outside? Man, 
You ever see a three-year-old walking outside? Man, it's like the world is one big fucking adventure. They everywhere, looking at everything. Take you three hours to walk up a block that might take you two minutes. Because they looking and absorbing everything. Everybody that walk by, hi, hi. Now, my grandson, he has this thing. He'll speak to other kids, but he'll never speak to adults. Stranger danger, he'll tell you that. But when you see kids, and kids, no matter, they don't see color. I don't give a fuck what you embed in them. They don't see color. Man, we in Barnes and Nobles, and you know, all the kids are in there. Man, they just playing, talk. Like, they knew each other for years. Like, hey, hey. Like, oh, wow, look at this. And they all looking at the toys and the dinosaurs of these little boys. And they, you know, and we the moms, we looking at each other like, okay, shit, fuck it. <laughs> you know? And it was like, yo, they were just friends for years. And they walked up to each other. Hey, hey, hey. And she's like, hi. I was like, how you doing? <laughs> she was like, uh, grandson. She was like, oh, okay, okay. And then another mom, then another mom. And we're all standing around. The kids are having fun. They're running around everything. We're standing around. Like, okay. And one mother was like, no, don't touch that. And the kids is looking at her like, we got this. And it brought me back to a story my son shared about my granddaughter. She, my son had told her she can't have too much sweets. She didn't listen, so he made her stand with him. All her friends <laughs> came over there, <laughs> and they was, you know, making sure she was okay. My son said he looked and was like, go ahead, you can go and play. And they all had already built up a pile of candy. <laughs> so when she got free, <laughs> they gave it to her. He was like, fuck it, just have fun, have fun. But kids are. And yesterday, it was really good to just see that, to see where, I don't know you, but I, we familiar. I'm respect you. Um, you know, you come in with your differences. I'm coming with mine. You with your mom. I'm with my grandmother, my mom at home. Cause he was like, that little boy said, that's your grandmother. He said, yeah, that's my gum gum. And he was like, oh, okay. He said, you got a gum gum? He said, no, I got a grandmother. He said, I don't have one of those. I got a gum gum. <laughs> and he said, where's your mom? He said, she's at home. He said, oh, that's my mommy over there. He said, hi, mom. He said, that's my gum gum. Like, you know, so it's I'm, I'm I'm letting you know what I got. You letting me know what you got. And we here with these dinosaurs and these toys and story time and all of that. And we chilling. Now, these adults might be standing there looking at us, but we give zero fucks. We are unbothered. And it, like I said, the mother kept on, oh, my God, don't touch it. And they looking at her. And one little boy said, we got this. <laughs> and I said, I guess they do. And, you know, so we just standing there. We're the ones looking retarded because if we would have led by example, and that's what the movie, what the part that I saw was so cool. The differences didn't separate us. It brought us closer. So they're playing and they're enjoying the fucking time they got. We as adults, instead of us saying, hey, how you doing? Oh, wow. You know, just getting to know each other. We standing there looking stupid. They enjoying the moment. They ain't letting shit pass. We standing there like fucking adults looking. Because why? She's white. I'm black. She's young. I'm old. She's over there. She might be rich. We may be, you know, financially trying or whatever the case may be. We kept those walls up. Here it is, these young boys and this little girl and all of them pulled that fucking wall down and enjoyed the moment. And when I tell you I learned that, I said, wow. They enjoyed the moment. They did not allow 
the differences, the status, the who you are, the likes, the love, the nobody, the known, the unknown, the famous, the worthy, none of that. We here. Let's enjoy this moment. We all got these toys. We playing. We chilling. No fighting. We ain't calling each other out our names. We don't care who fucking who. None of that. We enjoying this fucking moment. But us adults, we're standing there <laughs> looking stupid. We can't get those 30 minutes to an hour back. But they enjoyed it. And that was just the same way. Here it is. Different people from different realms. And we made a pack and we protected one another and we had fun. And even when we started seeing the difference because it was influenced on us by the adults, we found our way back to say, yo, knock those walls down. Let's enjoy this moment. And if you don't get nothing else from me today, I want you to know, knock the walls down. Stop trying to put up all these fucking walls and all of that because see when you place a wall up that's true nothing comes in but nothing goes out neither so how are you enjoying your life because see the crazy part which is true when you get that notice of wow your health is failing and you're dying now you're ready to take the walls down and enjoy it why why wait until you're damn near sick and dead when you can do it now to really enjoy it. When was the last time you sat and had a good plate of food where you really ate and enjoyed it? When was the last time you went and had a cup of coffee or tea or something with a friend and just enjoyed the moment, talking and enjoying the moment, interacting, instead of being on somebody's live or social media? When the last time you hung around some friends and y'all just had a good time? We ain't caring about what the fuck you've been through. We're talking about now. What are we doing right now in this moment? Girl, I haven't seen you look great. Shit. I don't feel great. Girl, you look great. Let's stop feeling. It changed the narrative. But taking the wall down and enjoying the moment that you are in. Because 2023, you're going to need to remember those moments. Because that's going to carry you off over when you get those days where you're just saying, fuck the world and everything in it. Bring down the walls. We gonna get our ass whooped anyway. Might as well enjoy it. Shit. I don't know about y'all. When I was a kid, I got my ass whooped. I knew it. Shit. Who broke my mama window? Fuck it. We all getting our ass whooped. Okay. Well, fuck it. And when you get that ass whooping, you know, some people, oh, you know what I'm Shit. I'm going in there, wash my face, change my clothes, put on some whatever, some grease or, or Vaseline or cocoa butter on the scar, the wet. And I'm going outside. Shit, I'm going to get on the swing. I'm going to ride my bike, all of that. And my cousin would sit there. Uh, uh, I ain't got time to be sitting here crying. We already got our ass whooped. What's she going to do? Un Unwhoop us? That's not going to happen. So you make the best with what you got. That's it. She whooped her ass. She embarrassed us in front of everybody. Okay, they're going to gig on us for a while. But tomorrow, it's going to be somebody else. Oh, yeah, they may bring it up every so often. But guess what? I'm going to play. I'm out. I'm out. See y'all niggas later. And I sure did. And when I come back, my sister and them still sitting there crying. Like, damn, you still crying? Shit. Where you was? I was outside. I'm coming back. Pocket full of candy, potato chips. I'm sitting there eating a Snicker bar, drinking a goddamn Coca-Cola soda. And they're like, where you get that from? We was in the park. We was playing. And Uncle whoever or somebody came out and gave us $5. We went. I'm going to stop my day because I got my ass whooped. Knowing me, that's something I did. Or even if I didn't do, I was there. So, okay. 
But that ain't gonna stop my flow. I got my ass whooped. Okay, brush yourself off. The same way when you were a kid. You start walking. You fall. You gonna sit there and cry and not walk again? I know you fucking lying. No. I'm gonna get my ass up. I'm gonna brush it off. And I'm gonna keep on going. Okay, I'm gonna fall again. I'm gonna get up, brush it off. I'm gonna keep on going. Eventually, I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna get it right. And that's it. When you know better, you do better. Very simple. So, for this cute little working that I want to give y'all. It's called the bounce back. The bounce back. I want y'all to bounce back from whatever the fuck you might have went through. So, (laughs) most people get boomerangs. And on that boomerang, and yeah, they sell them in toy stores and dollar stores. You can get one on Amazon. And you put down all the things that you failed or you kept doing and it kind of broke you. And you just want to bounce back from it. So let's just say, I'm giving you an example. Um, You was in love with a guy and he betrayed you and cheated on you. Now, you didn't look at the red signs or anything. You just felt the vibe and you just thought, so now it's like part of you don't trust nobody. You still a little broken. You, you know, it's just part you can't let go and we need you to bounce back. You got to brush yourself off. So you put that on there. Bouncing back from hurt. Bouncing back from betrayal. Bouncing, bouncing back from being robbed. Bouncing back from being taken advantage of. And you put get a black magic marker and put that shit all over there. And you take with all your might, you hold that goddamn boomerang. And you say, I'm healing and I'm bouncing back from all this shit that tried to break me. And you fling it. And baby, make sure you're in a good space where it's open. And you know, you ever seen a boomerang where that shit start flowing, getting momentum? And then it get to a certain part. And then that motherfucker reverse and come right back. That's a bounce back. Baby, that's a bounce back. That's a bounce back. I need you to bounce back. Because we ain't going to hold this no more. We got our ass whooped. We got in trouble. We got hurt. We got betrayed. We lost a job. We might have got fired. We lost followers. We lost a business. We, We lost a lot. Okay. We ain't staying there. We bouncing back. So order your goddamn boomerang on Amazon. Amazon sell everything. God damn it. Or Wish or or the other shit. Alibaba's. You gonna find it. Somewhere. Etsy somewhere. And get you a black magic marker and you write, these are the things I'm bouncing back from. And you put it on there. Don't go over five. Unless it bounce back, baby. This the bounce back year too. We get fucked up, we gonna bounce back. Cause you wanna see us fold, catch us at the laundromat, cause we ain't quitting. As always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. I love you. And I pray that you bounce back for anything that might have tried to take you out. We're bouncing back from sickness. We healing this year. We bouncing back from poverty. We're going to have financially stable. We're bouncing back from betrayal and distrust and cheating and all of that. Whether I was it or someone did it to me. Because we're bouncing back, baby. We're healing. And we're going to brush ourselves off. And we're going to hold ourselves accountable. And we're going to own our shit. And we're going to bounce back from this. Okay? I love y'all.
Y'all stay prayed up, healed up, stay safe, set boundaries, and don't let no one take you out of your destiny or your journey. I love you. I appreciate you. Happy New Year. And may the rest of this year be epic and be like those kids yesterday, taking down walls and just enjoying the moment. You will thank me later. Peace out.